Welcome to the Intentional Leaders Podcast. We're on episode 91. There's a healthy platter for the brain. Did you know? Welcome to Intentional Leaders. This podcast is not just for leaders, rather for anyone who wants to make an impact on the world, professionally or personally. My passion and purpose is to provide tips, tools, and resources that I've learned throughout my career, working with large and small organizations, profit and non, and also as an entrepreneur. I've had the joy to teach thousands of individuals who, like you, are trying to navigate this crazy and complex world. So here's to doing that successfully and intentionally. I remember growing up and seeing the food pyramid for the first time. And I grew up in a different era in a small town where there probably weren't as many exotic fruits and vegetables to choose from and where fruit was fruit cocktail, (laughs) which is so far from fruit. I don't think I ever had a pear, a real pear, probably until I was in my 20s or even my 30s. I don't know. But at the time, the food pyramid was some kind of elusive thing like, oh my gosh, we're supposed to eat that many vegetables and that many fruits. And in our family, veggies weren't something that we all craved, that's for sure. I remember my mom making us eat lima beans once and there was gagging and retching among me and my siblings. And I would hide peas in napkins and in my milk so I didn't have to eat them. The concept of the food pyramid has certainly been around a long time. It was a way to guide our eating and to be more healthy, of course. But did you know that there is also a healthy mind platter. Yes, indeed, there is. And this was developed by David Rock and Dr. Dan Siegel. And it is about what are the different elements that help you to maintain a healthy brain. And when I came across this a few years ago, I thought, okay, this is about our daily mental health. What do we need to keep our brain healthy and well? And think about that. Think about how we focus on our diet, we focus on exercising, but what do we do for our poor, tired brain that works endlessly to help us survive? It helps us to do everything we need to do in a day to show up and be effective. And when we don't take good care of it, bad things can happen. And so what I'm going to share with you today is this concept of the healthy mind platter and what David Rock and Dan Siegel came up with in terms of the seven areas that are essential to take care of for your mind to be well and for better mental health. And with all the things going on right now, and it just seems like with all the people I'm training and coaching, we are mentally exhausted. We are mentally drained. And what are we doing to recharge? There are seven focus areas in the Healthy Mind Platter. The idea is to rate yourself from one to 10. How are you doing on all these? Kind of like counting how many fruits and vegetables you've had. Having just eaten three wonderful homemade chocolate chip cookies, I would say I'm not doing awesome. Well, actually I did have a salad for lunch, so that balanced out my cookie intake, but I've certainly not come close to anything fruit oriented yet today. Anyway, I digress. Here are the seven areas. Sleep time, 
physical time, focus time, time in, downtime, playtime, and connecting time. Think of each of these for yourself and rate yourself how you're doing from one to 10. One being low, 10 being high, and then say, where can you spend some time for that beautiful part of your body, your brain? Let's start first with sleep time. And we all know about sleep, right? We all know how important it is when we give ourselves and our brain a rest. But that's really important physically because that's when so much of the rejuvenation happens in our body and in our spirit. Here are some really important things that happen during sleep. And this is from Very Well Health. Some of these you might know, some of them might be surprising. It helps us with heart health because our body releases hormones, some of which keep our heart and blood vessels healthy. It also affects blood sugar regulation because sleep helps us regulate our metabolism, converting food to energy. Also, It regulates our immune system. When you don't get enough, then our body can become inflamed. There's also a link between sleep and either weight loss or weight gain. Balance, it helps us maintain our physical abilities. Sleep deprivation can lead to short-term balance problems. What about our memory? Do you know that sleep has a big role in memory consolidation, which means when we rest, our brain is able to link all those things that happened to us during that day, those events and sensory input and feelings, and they form memories. The executive function is also strengthened during our sleep. That prefrontal cortex that involves all of our problem solving and planning and decision making is affected in a positive way. So sleep helps repair damage, damage from stress and the ultraviolet rays and other things that we're exposed to. Our cells produce proteins while we sleep and that lets our brain repair all the damage we've done to it during the day. It keeps us healthy. And then let's go from sleep time to physical time. Physical time just means the aerobic exercise that we can get. And it just means movement. Think about getting up. I don't know about you, but sometimes I just am sitting at my desk like I need to move. For those people that have the up and down desk or the ability to just get up and walk outside or walk around the office, the physical movement is aerobically helpful. It strengthens our brain in so many ways. And also that movement releases dopamine and serotonin in our brain, both of which help us to produce both pleasure and reduces anxiety. Get good sleep. Number two, build some physical movement into your day. Number three is focus time. And focus time means we give something our full attention. How hard is it to concentrate and get things completed? But this means that we are single-minded and we single-task. A lot of us tend to think we're really good multitaskers, and we actually aren't, because our brain has a hard time shifting from one activity to the other. I've seen research studies that suggest that it takes our brain up, I think it's 12 to 15 minutes, to just regroup when we go from task to task. And that multitasking actually reduces our IQ as if we've lost a whole night's sleep. 
So single tasking means we get something done, we concentrate, and then our brain is able to relax and it reduces our stress. Number four is time in. Time in means we quietly reflect. We focus our attention inward on any sensations, feelings, thoughts, and we're just integrating our brain with our body. A lot of times people think about maybe meditation or yoga. I started a yoga practice many, many years ago, and at first I wanted to do yoga because I wanted to be more flexible. I I really was, I really sucked at flexibility, but what I ended up loving it for after 10 years was the meditation aspect of it, the breathing, the awareness of my mind and body together, that time in reflection. And even though initially I was in power yoga and doing all those kinds of things, at the end of my yoga practice, towards the end, after many years, it was more about meditation and mindfulness. Unfortunately, then my body started falling apart and I had to have a bunch of surgeries. So my yoga practice has definitely slowed down. I really missed that time in. It was extremely helpful, very valuable to me personally to reduce stress. The next one is downtime and downtime is just non-focused, meaning you don't have any goal, you just let your mind wander or you relax so your brain can recharge. Think about just sitting without any goal. Time in and downtime seem like two things that I don't know about you, but it's almost like we have to purposefully build that into our day and allow ourselves the gift of doing both of those things. Speaking of a gift, what about playtime? Do you allow yourself to be spontaneous or creative or playful? Being playful means that we get in touch with our creative side. We make new connections in our brain. We learn new things. When you see the world through a child's eyes, it helps you reframe the world in a new and fun way. And sometimes there is so much joy that can be had in the doing of that and the allowing it and not focusing on any task, just focus on having fun. That sense of play and playfulness, oh my goodness, we all need it. It gives us perspective and it allows our brain to just release the stress. And the last one is connecting time. Connecting time means that we get together with our family, with our friends, even our pets. And when we take that time to appreciate the connection, we really reinforce the relationships that we have. And that is important for our brain because what that allows is a release of serotonin. And that controls our anxiety. So by releasing these chemicals in our brain, it allows us to decompress and to relax. When you think of the healthy mind platter, when you think of sleep and physical and focus, time in, downtime, playtime, and connecting time, what are you missing? What are you missing in your day that could help you to take care of what I would argue is one of the most important parts of your body. So if you're one of those people who exercises and eats well, add the healthy mind platter 
to the mix. You will be amazed at the progress that you can make, the stress reduction that you can make, and the increase in effectiveness that you can have by taking care of your brain. Hey, join me next week for another leadership interview. I know I promised you it this week, but I am in the process of moving and it is a cluster. Talk to you next week.